the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. I consecrate this teaching tonight to the intercession of St. Joseph, that through his intercession united to Abba Father and his beloved Son, Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, each of you become the fathers that God created you to be. Amen. The teaching tonight is called Fatherhood Requires Mercy and Justice. And I was having an accompaniment with one of your sisters today. And she was the confirmation for this teaching. She said to me, truth, meaning justice, without mercy, is tyranny. That what was wrong with the manhood of the Pharisees. They had all the law. They had the knowledge of the faith. They understood the commandments. They knew what was right and wrong. Yet they lacked mercy. They lacked tenderness. They lacked compassion. So they became tyrants. The opposite of this is mercy without justice. And that is Complacency rooted in fear. That is maybe what you would call the nice guy, the good guy that doesn't have the ability to bring forth justice, to confront, and therefore it is not love. It is not true fatherhood. Jesus Christ reveals the father who is love. Love is both mercy and justice. One without the other is disordered. It's a broken fatherhood. My brothers, this is at the heart of the healing of true manhood and fatherhood. There are very few men that have both mercy and justice. Both of those attributes are love, God. I want you to really take to heart this teaching. Really look into your hearts as I speak. Because God wants to use it to really heal and transform and raise up each of you to be one with the Father. Avoiding anger at all times is a sign of weakness. St. Thomas Aquinas notes How it is a vice not to get angry 
over things one should. He calls it unreasonable patience. That is a perfect example of mercy without justice. It's a man that is not able to get angry correctly at what he should. Because that disorder is rooted in fear. Now, as you think about this, think about your own fathers. Which one were they? Or did you have the blessing of having a true father that had both of these attributes of God? Were your fathers tyrants? Or were your fathers absent? In the United States, I don't know if this, they say it also in in Colombia, but in the United States, sometimes they say in this family, the woman, the mother wears the pants. What does that mean? It means that the woman has taken on the role of the father. Now, that's another disorder. Because I'm called to be a mother, not a father. If I become the father, I'm a disordered woman. I need to come to you today as a mother, one with Mary, speaking to you from a mother's heart. But if you grew up with a father that's a tyrant, that was justice without mercy. How has that affected you? Have you become a tyrant also? Or have you become totally fearful and unable to get angry when you should? Jesus experiences all human emotions, including anger. As we contemplate in the Bible how Jesus lived anger righteously, We learn the difference between just anger and sinful anger. In John chapter 2, verse 13 through 16, we witness Jesus' anger lived with physical manifestations, such as turning over tables, which seemed out of character for Jesus. So the question becomes, Why is Jesus angry? And Jesus gives this community and through the us through the church an answer to this question in a message he gave us on November 9th, 2022. Listen carefully. Jesus said to us, to love justice, meaning God, requires being able to live just anger according to God's will. You've got to take time to meditate these words, my brothers. They're powerful. To love justice, to love God, requires being able to live just anger according to God's will. That's what St. Thomas Aquinas has taught the church. Therefore, 
A man that cannot live just anger in God's will cannot love. That's not love. A man that lives sinful anger rooted in pride cannot love. That is not love. The Lord goes on and says this. I became angry because I am one with my father. I revealed through my anger the holy wrath of the father's heart to see his holy temple turned into a marketplace. My just anger expressed Abba's wrath. My anger flowed from love. The purpose of my anger was to bring into the light the darkness of sin that had penetrated the house of God, especially in the hearts of the church officials. Just anger always has the purpose of bringing us into the light. Think about a father and a family. The just anger of a father must bring to light the sin in his children's hearts and discipline them to help eradicate the sin. If a father fails to exercise this holy anger, he enables the making of unruly children, which will produce disordered future men. The Lord continues in that message and he says, the just anger of God is now shaking up the church and the world. God's wrath is overturning the lives of people and exposing the sin in my holy sanctuary. God's just anger touching the earth is moved by love for the purpose of God's holy anger is always the salvation and redemption of his people. My brothers, Jesus's anger in the temple was not the only time that he revealed his just anger. Throughout the scriptures, we see Jesus angry. For example, in Mark chapter 3, verse 1 through 5, it says in the gospel, Again, he entered the synagogue. There was a man who had a withered hand. They watched him closely to see if he would cure him on the Sabbath so that they might accuse him. He said to the man with the withered hand, Come up here before us. Then he said to them, Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath rather than to do evil? To save life rather than to destroy it? But they remained silent, looking around at them with anger and grieved at their hardness of heart. He said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out and his hand was restored. 
the above Bible passage from Mark reveals something essential about just anger, my brothers. That Jesus' anger is connected to his sorrow. The Lord explains this. This is the formation the Lord has given us in the simple path. On November 14th, 2022, he explains this connection. He said to us, the anger of God flows from his sorrows. This is key to the formation God has given us in our transformation as fathers and mothers. The anger, holy anger, always flows from sorrow. That is why it is essential for the fathers, the men of this community, to be in touch with your sorrows, with your pain. Because if you cannot feel true sorrow inside your own manly hearts, True anger cannot flow from that. God goes on to explain to us, Jesus, he says, God is love. And God's love is one with his sorrows. For his people continue to turn their lives away from him. To live seeped in pride and self-love. God's just anger flows from his sorrows when his mercy is not received. Therefore, all my emotions, Jesus says, reveal love, Abba, Father. God's just anger must now act to save his people from total destruction. For God is love. And remains faithful even when his people don't. Just like sorrow, the human emotion of anger needs to be purified in God. Moved solely by love and not pride. This is the purification each of us have to go through in order to live the justice especially fathers, especially men. Therefore, my brothers, reacting from anger as an outburst is always moved by pride. Acting from anger to bring to light the darkness in the heart of another solely for the good of the other is holy anger. That's true fatherhood. That's Jesus's anger. That's Ava's holy wrath. That is why the Lord has been telling us the justice, the anger, the holy anger, the wrath of God is going to touch the world because he loves the world. He's saving it from total destruction, which is what would happen. Mercy and justice is one. The Lord goes on to tell us, now this is important. And it's 
a, a sentence you've got to ponder deeply. He says to us, just anger lived through me and in me becomes the sails of the ship, meaning the heart, moved by the wind of the Holy Spirit to act with God's zeal, courage, and truth. Just anger moved by the Holy Spirit, now listen to this, becomes the sword of righteousness that cuts through bone and marrow, exposing the hearts of my people. That is holy anger, holy justice. That's what anger is called to do, to shake us up. Without just anger, my brothers, it is impossible to be moved by the Holy Spirit to do God's will as men of his kingdom. He ends this message by saying, therefore, every person must distinguish anger rooted in pride from the just anger of God moving through souls to accomplish his will. That's why St. Thomas Aquinas says we can never, you can never be truly men of God, fathers, if you don't have anger, holy anger, because it's what the spirit will use to move your hearts to make something that's wrong right. The Lord says, my just anger always moved, meaning acted to reveal the lies in the hearts of our people. For truth and lies cannot coexist. God's holy anger brings about a great shakeup. Because he is love and only desires the redemption and salvation of his people. And I'll end that message there. Therefore, whenever we feel anger. We must process our anger in Christ to get in touch with the sorrow. How do you process anger? First, my brothers, you must acknowledge what you're feeling. This is very hard for men. Your emotions. What am I feeling? Anger is usually easy to identify because it's an intense emotion. I think that the deeper emotion sometimes for, for our men is sorrow, pain. Second, you must ask, why am I angry? What triggered me? Third, you must get in touch with your sorrow that's always beneath the anger. Just anger, holy anger, is always moved by holy sorrow. And the Lord taught us. That's the groans. Daniel gave us in one teaching a few years ago. A testimony on the groans of a man united to the groans of Jesus. You must get in touch with the sorrow underneath the anger. 
and enter the pain of that, that, those groans and pray before you act in anger. Then you must ask, what is the greatest act of love for this person? To remain in silence or to tell him or her the truth? To set clear boundaries and limits? A person who is fearful, for example, of bullies, because of past sins, past wounds, will always want to avoid a confrontation. This is both in men and women. We have to know that. We have to see that brokenness in us. And then we have to act according to what's most difficult. For example, if I'm helping my community as best that I can, and a brother from the community is critical, harsh, unappreciative, and demanding, I immediately might feel angry. But I also must get in touch with the deep sorrow for my brother's brokenness. If I immediately react from my anger, chances are in our human brokenness, we will tell him off. We reacted. And we fell into sin. That reaction is sinful anger. That's usually what we all struggle with. If I enter my sorrow and suffer the sorrow of his brokenness first, then I can act in God's justice by bringing to light his darkness. This does not mean that my words must be flowery. When what is needed is the sword that pierces bone and marrow. Just anger many times moves a father to have sharp words, such as Jesus reveals in the Gospels. He called the Pharisees hypocrites, washed, uh, whitewashed tombs. I mean, he did not use flowery words. He cut right to it because it was needed. He didn't go to the Pharisees and say, please. You know, I need to explain something to you. Let's not get upset here. He wasn't flowery. He was straightforward, sharp, because it was needed. He did it because of love, not because he was out of control. What an incredible man, a father that knows the difference. This is what the Lord wants from our men. This is what is lacking in our manhood, my brothers. Just anger many times moves a father to have sharp words, such as Jesus reveals in the Gospels, but always moved by the sorrow of true love for that brother. As Jesus teaches us, this requires great discipline to not react, but also great love to have the courage to confront St. Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 1 through 8 reveals holy anger. 
toward the Christian community of Corinth, St. Paul admonishes the sinner severely with strong words like Jesus is to the Pharisees. He says, you are to deliver, deliver this man to Satan for the destruction of the flesh. Most of us would think, wow, that's not very nice. Isn't that a little harsh? Yet that severe punishment was needed to humiliate him, to bring about the taming and eradication of his lust to save his spirit. St. Paul excommunicates the man from the community. St. Paul acts with the authority of the Holy Spirit to protect both the sinner and the community from falling into complacency with deadly sins. He witnesses St. Paul, my brothers, restored manhood in Christ, in which the emotion of anger is moved by the spirit of love. That is what I wanted to bring to you today. And I want to end with some questions for you to reflect upon, and maybe you can share them next month. Was my father a tyrant? If so, is this harshness also in me? Have I entered this wound and worked my disordered harshness through repentance? If not, why? Or do I live in fear of confrontation and do not allow myself to feel anger? Was my father the nice guy that left all the discipline to my mother? Or a father that was absent? How has this affected my manhood and fatherhood? My beloved brothers and spiritual sons, you are holy men just like the mothers are holy women. But we are all wounded and broken. My womanhood, my motherhood is wounded and broken. Your manhood and your fatherhood is wounded and broken. And the simple path to union with God brings us to see our brokenness and gives us the courage to look at ourselves, to see our misery, to repent, to say, I am sorry. To become the women, the mothers and fathers that the world needs, that God needs. The new Adams and the new Eves. And I pray with my feminine maternal heart that you take this teaching to heart. Because I feel I truly have given it as one with the heart of our Blessed Mother. With all my love and the tenderness of my motherly heart. And with the truth. Because the truth will set us free. Amen. For more information on the path to union with God. Please visit the Love Crucified community website at www.lovecrucified.com. God bless you.